Yep. Got another blazer hot off the shelves for you. Again, we're into 19, almost 20 deep. I'm not going to ramble. My girlfriend's coming home soon. She's got Subway, right? Not ideal, but kids got to eat. If you're listening to this, we love you. Follow us on Instagram. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We had Matt on again. Again, this is Piers, plural. So he's like half that, right? Again, we love y'all. All right. Hello, world. We're back again. Number 19. I don't know any famous athletes that wear 19. It's kind of an ugly number. So we're not going to talk about it again. We're going to get right into it. It's been kind of a chill week, honestly. We we had to prep and get some topics here together to really fire at our ever-growing audience. Um, and we're going to start with baseball. America's pastime, you know, it's it's just it's a bedrock, a foundation of our culture. There's a lot of cheating going on, a lot of sticky stuff, sticky situations. And specifically, I, I, I sent an article to Matt. So right now, going into when you're hearing this, this past Thursday, the MLB batting average overall for everybody was 236 going into June. And plate appearances overall, 24% of the time are ending in strikeouts, also the highest they've ever seen. This is insane. Matt, you watch a lot of daytime baseball. Do you notice like a difference? I mean, it's definitely painful to watch. I actually used to look forward to the Wednesday and Thursdays because you knew that was the getaway days where there would be baseball on during the day, whether you're a worker or whatever, and you could watch some baseball. But now I can't even I I can't even watch other games because it's gotten so bad for pitching. So it's hard for you to watch games that you even gambled on. Like let's say Seattle Mariners versus the Brewers on a Thursday, right? Who the fuck cares? Matt generally would because he's got $30 on the under. But, yeah, I guess it would be harder to watch if the pitching is just so dominant. The big, you know, baseball, listen, it's just, it's a nerd sport. A lot of these GMs and stuff, they lean on these analytics departments. And the analytics are telling, they're telling the big brains, right, like myself. It's saying, listen, you don't want somebody going out there throwing 109. You know, I want somebody that throws 94 and they just rotate whatever specific pitch they're throwing way better than anyone else. And uh, when you put fucking pine tar on all your fingers, it's going to happen. Dude, I don't even... What is pine tar? Some sort of sticky substance. I don't Uh, even know what it is. Mostly used by... Well, it's mostly used by hitters uh, on the bat so that they can grip it better and it's not as... It doesn't go flying into the 12th row, but... Pine tar is a form of tar produced by the high-temperature carbonation of pine wood in anoxic conditions. So basically what that means is you just fucking like sap. You know, you ever go out in the yeah. woods to a bonfire, put your you lean up against a tree, you just ruin a flannel. That's what they're using. How are are umps all boomers? How are they not noticing these baseballs? Don't they check each ball after it's pitched? Well, the problem is you get a pitcher that a ball will either go in the dirt or the ball will be put in play. And by the time it gets back to the pitcher, he tosses it over to the dugout and wants a brand new one. I guess everybody just knows, right? It's kind of like a Hollywood kid diddler. Like Everybody's aware of what's going on, and they just are okay with it. They they refuse to out the specific people. Um, But the owners, 
This is an article from the MLB Post. They're gonna they're gonna grill people. They met with Rob Manfred. They they had a little powwow, and uh, it's to the point where they can't lie about it anymore. It has to be addressed. And the common like mouth breathing fan knows about it. it it's terrible. It, it all it does, honestly, Matt, is inundate me with updates about LeBron. And do you want to talk about what happened to LeBron this week? I don't want to talk about LeBron, but I guess we should. We have to. It's the only time we will discuss basketball on this podcast because, as we all know, it's fucking lame. It is just whack. Unless you're at the Y, hooping with the boys. Outside of that, I'm not interested. Well, LeBron, who has now been dubbed LeBitch, threw a temper tantrum in Game 5 against the Suns uh, after they went down 3-1. Three to one. Yeah, 3-1. And... I believe there was about five minutes left in the game. LeBron decided he didn't want to watch it anymore, so went to the locker room. Didn't even stay out. Game six, Lakers were favored by two. I took said Lakers minus two spread bet, and they decided to shit the bed. Lost game six, got closed out by the Suns. LeBron goes back into the locker room again, does not stay out to shake hands. He he left early again? He did give... Devin Booker assigned jersey afterwards, so we have that at least. Who gives a shit? So LeBron is literally Tom Brady. So I love Tom Brady, but when people bitch about Tom Brady, a lot of the arguments seem exactly analogous to when I bitch at LeBron. Um, And this is another instance of it. It's just bad for the game. You look weak. It's weird. Honestly, this is the first time he's been bounced from the NBA playoffs in around before the before the finals it, it hasn't happened since 2010 and that's when he was young and his hair wasn't glued onto his head right it wasn't that astroturf shit i mean this was when the man had a hairline okay long time ago um what's my point my point is he's either washed up like the king of our sport right kobe the new kobe the guy that's really taken the sport to the heights where it's where it's been for a long time is done like, I think it's over. AD was hurt as well, but LeBron played every single one of those games in that series, correct? Oh, yeah. LeBron played them all. So really, yeah, dude, really it was his team. You know, this was his team, right? It's without that AD situation, like, LeBron, what can you do? Um, and he couldn't do shit. Now, this was a best-of-seven series. Actually, the Lakers, who won the title last year, were a seven seed. There's only eight seeds per conference. That's not good. So part of me, again, doesn't even want to talk about this because it's not a big deal. A seven seed lost in the fucking playoffs. Move on. However, it is LeBitch. And uh, yeah, he quickly transitioned. He will be the star of Space Jam 2, which this podcast refuses to watch, um, just based on principle. On the day it comes out, let's all just fucking, we'll hop on Twitch and we'll watch the old original one because that one is gas. Might be over for the kid. Yeah, me and Matt are arguing, actually, real quick. So, apparently we're both overfeeding our dogs. Uh, one uh, Dude, like a half cup is what you're supposed to give your dog, and if it's pooping more than once a day, that's too much. All right, well, I want my dog to have some good poops, so. How many times does Vito poop a day? Uh, usually three. Morning, af- late afternoon, and before bed. Okay. And... Where does he currently have an infection? On his butthole. My guy? 
You know what I mean? It hasn't been for the last few days, but we're starting to turn the corner here. Okay, well, that's good. He's on antibiotics. Um, he finished his pain pills. Still got a couple of days left of the antibiotics, of which he actually has to have one, like, right now. Does he have that cone around his neck? That cute thing that they put on dogs that make them look like they have Down syndrome? No. But he actually, when we got him neutered, he actually didn't have a cone. They gave him almost like a... It was like basically like a neck pillow because his type of breed can't use a cone. Why not? Uh, so he's a Frenchie, so he has the flat face and he has a really thick neck. So the width of his neck for their breed, they said is like, it was basically. So a he's just a thick ass, yeah. He's just a thick ass boy. So he got one of them airline fucking neck pillows. Well, Legit, God bless. That's what it is. Uh, you know, this weekend, this will go up on the Lord's Day. Again, pray for Vito, you know, pray for his butt. I know I am. I do not wish GI issues on my worst enemy. We had one last topic here Matt wanted to touch on. So this week we had the draft lottery for uh, NHL. So the Sabres take the number one pick, so they get to ruin another career, much like Jack Eichel. Uh, number two actually ended up being Seattle, which is kind of cool. Anaheim right, so the last, the last expansion team was the Vegas Golden Knights. I believe it was 17, and they had the fifth pick. So Seattle cracking this time around, get the second pick as an expansion team. Seattle, what the fuck? You know, you didn't do anything at all to earn this whatsoever. Like, at all. Like, nothing. They just waltz in and get the second pick in a heavy draft. Their, well, they made their league payment. I guess you could count that. That's a lot of money. Did they really? Yeah, that's that's whenever they became quote unquote an official team after they made their last after they cut the last check to the NHL. And do they have a farm organization? Like can they afford that early on? Like how does that work? Yeah, their AHL affiliate will be in Palm Springs. That's fire. But yeah, okay. So yeah, and I've got the third pick. They're fucking terrible. They do exist. And their logo is a webbed foot of a duck in the shape of a D. Um, Terrible. Dude, imagine working there. Like pro no, hockey in Palm Springs. Oh, God. All right. Yeah, so the, actually, speaking of California, who got the third pick? Anaheim. Johnny Whitehall. John Gibson still in goal. I really wish he played uh, not in Anaheim. Yeah, nobody watches those games. I feel like people that... Probably a third of our audience doesn't even know that the Anaheim Ducks even fucking exist. And they're not good. Especially for our generation with uh, growing up with the Mighty Ducks franchise. After they got rid of those jerseys, it's... I don't don't know what the hell their logo is right now. It's like a whip, but it looks stupid. The Mighty Ducks logo and jerseys were fire. Absolute fire. They had the purple and green kind of component to the jerseys. They were more literal. All Korea. Tamu Solani, that's the fucking jerseys I run. They ruined it. Wow, Paul Correa. I haven't heard that in so long. He used to be the man on NHL like hits 2002. New Jersey's after that. They can go fuck off. Whoa. Whoa, let's go back. Well, let's back it up a little bit. Well, what's all the hostility right there, buddy? That was aggressive. There's some certain things that I'm not going to get into of why I dislike the New Jersey Devils organization. Who's after that? So I just hope they burn into the ground. Anyway, oh my God. moving on. <laughs> moving on. 
Columbus has the five pick. They're just, I don't know how Yarmo Kekalainen still has a job as general manager. Seth Jones just announced he doesn't want to resign with the team. So mark that another star player they can't keep. Uh, add to that list quickly, but not a, it's not official yet, but it's inevitable. It's going to happen. There's no way Patrick Line is going to sign, sign a long-term deal there. So he's going to be gone eventually. Columbus is Columbus, just in shambles. Right. Columbus is probably the worst team moving forward to be a fan of in hockey. They constantly have been retooling for the past five or six years. They had young guys that they've traded, young guys they brought in. They brought in Patrick Laine from Winnipeg. Big-time trade. He's a young player, going to get paid supposedly, right? That's the idea. And uh, he recently actually just had an interview in Swedish. In Sweden, sorry, I'm a fucking idiot. He was speaking in Swedish, and it was translated. So the idea maybe is that, you know, in the jumbled language, we're interpreting it wrong. However... He was quoted as saying he hates hockey and he never wants to play again. So his experience in Columbus was uh, not good. And the future of them moving forward, right, the assets that they gave up to get this guy are meaningless now because he's not even going to be there for the long haul. Did he sound like Swedish chef? No, he probably sounded more like uh, Mac from It's Always Sunny, his, his accent. And really, I don't... Trying to think of a distinct Swedish food, like their culture, and I just think of those Waffles. meatballs. Yeah, meatballs. I'll give you that. Like uh, IKEA meatballs and and yeah, but waffles are no waffles are Belgian. Crepes. What was that? Did you say crepes? Crepes. Yeah, those are French. Or who they can get, or who will be available to get at pick four. That's close enough. It's not. It's not at all. It's literally not. Now, I, I think, you know, doing the top five picks, I think that's pretty much good enough. A lot of these organizations have no hope. Uh, I am a Devils fan, okay? And the potential is, right now, if you look at the mock drafts, you look at the power rankings, you have a potential to draft Luke Hughes, who is the little brother of the former number one pick that the Devils took in 2019, Jack Hughes. So I couldn't even imagine oh. being a parent. Okay. I couldn't even imagine being their parents, though, watching them play. Like, I'd have a fucking heart attack. Um, it is pretty cool to see them on the same team at the same time. You know, that's that's fucking awesome. Uh, Matt said he's a bum. He's not a bum, I can assure you. He, he's a good 2 a defenseman. So I'm with it. Matt's wrong. Go Devils. I'm here for it. Uh, keeping with hockey, the Jets. They currently are in a Canadian-only series the with the Montreal Canadiens. Yes. Um Pretty surprising to have this matchup to begin with. However, we're here. Now, this is the least favorite current active, really, hockey series going on that I'm going to watch just because there's no electricity in the Canadian stadiums. So it kind of sucks to watch. It's still similar to the COVID stuff of last year. However, if watched late into the third period, uh, the game on Wednesday, the game was over, dude. Like, I, I'm pretty sure Montreal was up by two goals. There's only a minute left, and player from the Jets comes almost skating full speed at 200 feet and destroys a player on the Montreal Canadiens named Jake Evans who had to be stretchered off the ice. Um, did you see the hit? didn't see the hit. Um, it was... Oh, I still don't know how to feel about it. I, I'm pulling it up right now, actually. Like, listen, uh, I love it. I love the drama and stuff. Like, it, I'm great. Like, we're talking about it. I'm with it. 
But uh, especially too, if you're a fan of one of these teams. Also, and it again, was four three. Okay, it was four three. So it was a closer game than I thought. But again, late in the late in the third period, the goalie was pulled. The game is over, and I and the league felt the no, same. No, it's way. not. There's a minute left in the game, dude. The game is over. They're, they no, lost. There's a minute left. There's plenty of time. You're like okay, down so one. You, so you're saying that that hit is legal? Like what's? It was a penalty. So they had to commit a penalty to stop the dude from walking into the goal. Like the game is over. I like you I'm don't have to commit the penalty. I'm gonna be honest. I don't see a lot here that requires a penalty. It's not charging. He doesn't take any strides after the faceoff circle. His feet doesn't, are off the ice. No, that's a that's a sta- that's normal for what happens though. Whenever you make a hit, you know, on the you're open not supposed ice, to leave your natural. feet though, right? He leaves it after the hit though. That's just natural. That's science. He doesn't hit him in the <laughs> that's head. Science. Okay, but in his defense, Evans, you're going for the wraparound here. Fine. But his head's down. He's focused on Ballsy the puck. move. Right. Ballsy he shouldn't have move. been standing there. Okay. Shouldn't have been well, standing there. Shifley did take an excessive. Dude, this. What do you mean he doesn't leave his feet? Dude, he's like six feet in the air. Dude, this is a. It's a big hit. It's after and they I'm... make contact, though. Is it? Yes, it is. Watch the slow mo. <laughs> I'm going to leave it up to, to you out there, the objective listener. Listen, I'm with it, but it was definitely a penalty. There's, I mean, dude, that, that's what shit. it is. Bro. When I play, when I play Chell on the PS4, and I do that, it tells me that's a charging penalty. Am I wrong? Yeah, you are wrong because that's bullshit. Either Everything way, that guy just said is bullshit. That's my defense. for the next four games for the crushing blow on Jake Evans. Uh, however, what he's saying, you know, he's fine with the suspension. You know, it is what it is for the Winnipeg Jet. However, what he takes umbrage with is you trolls online that are bullying his family and abusing them. He was quoted as saying with the Yahoo Sports, the bullying that they've gotten, online phone calls, it's pretty gross to see. My parents are the salt of the earth. For my parents to get hate like that and my brother and sister, it's just awful. I can handle it. I'm a grown man. I've accepted that. And I can be held accountable for that. But for my family to get hurt, it means a lot. Yeah, dude, and I feel like this maybe wouldn't have been a big, as big of a deal if the Evans guy just got up. Like, first off, he's pretty much a no-name. Like, I've never heard of you as a casual hockey fan. So you don't necessarily matter as much, but the fact that you basically looked dead on the ice and had to be stretchered off, not a good look for Shifley. I'm going to be honest. I'm surprised he got a four-game suspension after. I mean, he got stretchered off, but it turned out he didn't really have any injuries. Um, just want to remind our hockey fans out there that this was a four game suspension and Tom Wilson has yet to be suspended. Yeah. We talked about Tom Wilson trying to butcher. Yeah. He's a scumbag yet. Nothing. There's gotta be, he's got to know somebody, man. There's a little bit of networking hockey in a sense is so great, but it's also one of the most insular sports, right? It's so, it's so small. And that if you know somebody, you know, somebody you're kind of in that circle. He's got to know somebody, bro. Shifley, though, he's gone four games. Like you said, he is their leading scorer on the season. You know, they got rid of Line A, who's that, you know, suicidal Swedish person we talked about. He had 63 points this season. Uh, he's 28 years old in his prime. 
So it is what it is. Shea Weber, the captain of the Montreal Canadiens, was quoted as saying, we're done talking about it. We're missing a player. They're missing a player. So from that sense, eye for an eye, you know, what are you going to do? You got to move on. Uh, AOC's grandma really was the most interesting thing that I was was reading about on Twitter this week. Uh, She is in shambles over there in the PR. A lot of the money that was aided to them after that hurricane, I believe it was Hurricane Maria. Um, But I'm just, again, I'm I'm a complete idiot, so I probably made that up. A lot of money that we sent, a lot of the aid didn't get there. The person that was in charge to receiving it and allocating it at the time was basically arrested. And I remember seeing that they took to kind of like a political protest where they got to the streets and really threw them out, like literally of office. So they don't like him. And they didn't get a lot of that aid. So they're still kind of in a shitty position. Like, you know, how does this make you feel? Yeah, I really don't care. Has no effect on me. But it appears that somebody's like set up a GoFundMe for her abuela. Matt Walsh, um, Daily Wire contributor, has set up a (laughs) GoFundMe after a back and forth that they had on Twitter. He said, you, you live in luxury while allowing your own grandmother to suffer in these squalid conditions. And well, like that word. she fired back. Pretty impressive. He donated himself $1,000. Um, the show itself has donated some money to the abuela. Again, we're for abuelas. If you're an abuela out there, we're with it. Can I send you some probably- supplies down to her gam gam? Some, like, some TP, maybe? Might help some out. Some good TP. Like good stuff. Two ply, Angel yes. Soft. Charm. Angel Soft. What the fuck is that? Okay. That is gas station. Dude, what? No. You, you know, so you walk by Charmin in a store, right? That's what you do? Yeah. Charmin Why? is ass, pun intended. It is not. It is. It comes you off too it. easily. Now I got a fucking trail on myself. That is so dramatic. Everybody knows. Angel Soft, I guess, is better than like Scott's. Like, what are those bad brands that like they give to people who do a double homicide? Scott's is at like Sam's Club. Um, Quilted Northern. Is there anyone that even uses that? I think that's literally like a blanket. Like, I don't think you can flush quilted northern, bro. That's that's like a material of like an Under Armour t-shirt or something. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. But, yeah, so send her some TP. Maybe some good paper towels. You know, some bounty. Yeah, I'll, I'll give there. you that. Bounty's good. I like bounty. Yeah, they're the best, dude. They're, if there's a spill, you can put it down. And it just it soaks that motherfucker up. And you can wring it out, and then it's like, not my dog. And it's my dog's name. I have a dog named Bounty. I mean, what's not to love? I hate to say it, but I think me and my wife waste so many paper towels like we use them for everything. But we use them unnecessarily. Like, I could probably get away them. with... I mean, I could probably get away with one or two squares, but I rip off like eight motherfuckers. Yeah, we had a centipede in the apartment the other day, which was terrifying. Burn it down. Yeah, I was... Yeah, so I killed it, but I used like four paper towels to do so because obviously I want like a lot of depth between any of my skin or flesh and that fucking weird alien being, which again have been confirmed to be real from the Pentagon as of last week. Um, Speaking of stuff that's been confirmed, 
listen, people. I don't think it was bat soup. The reason why we were all locked up, it, it ain't bat soup. Matt, why don't you break it down for everybody? What have you been hearing? Uh, lately, it has come out now that the Chinese virus was Wuhan Institute of Virology, wherever the hell it's called. But that was an idea that's always been floated out there. And if you've been paying attention to any of this, it's been shot down pretty quickly as a conspiracy theory. No chance for a, long, for a long time. Yeah, I mean, the whole idea of it being bat soup. So, which again, if the media falls in line, which they did, you know, that makes sense. But now we're to the point where a lot of these other scientists that are just as educated, they're like, hey, there weren't even bats in Wuhan when this was going on, like period. Like it was basically winter time for the temperature and stuff. Secondly, like Wuhan from what the scientist was explaining also was basically like the Chicago of China, right? The idea that there's these like vast underground wet markets, like it's, it's not there. It's in different places for sure in China, but not Wuhan. They haven't seen any of, um, any of the jumping that you saw traditionally with SARS in the early 2000s, where it, it jumped from another host to another host that slowly but surely, as it did so, matured and evolved to the point where it just became lethal to humans. You know, it got so good at what it was doing. Dude, I don't even know what the death count is again. Like, they, they stopped counting. It's got to be over, like, 600,000, right? Stand by. I have a link. Uh, but, yeah, we definitely stopped counting that probably around, I don't know, January 20th. You know, we appreciate you. Coronavirus cases. Your shit. Speaking of something that we really can't control, but... Cases in the U.S. are just above 34 million. Deaths, just over 600,000. It's a really good ratio of the people that died of COVID. Only 6% died of only COVID. The other 94% had an average of 2.6 comorbidities. So, you know, they were fat and smoked cigarettes. They were diabetic and had, you know, a stroke, you know, roll your dice on your, you know, disability Yahtzee board game or whatever and figure it out. But either way, they were not in good health. And it is a virus that, you know, takes advantage of that. But outside of that, we good, you know. I've been going out. I know Matt's been slamming the bars where he's at. It's just what you got to do. I'll um, be honest. How great is it to go out and not have to wear a mask? It's amazing. I wear glasses as well. My eyes are just fucking trash. That's unfortunate. And I'm a little young for LASIK, I guess. And then some people tell me to do it, and other people, my girlfriend said it's really bad. Uh, recovery. Fauci. He put out a book, and... Good timing for the book. You know, the pandemic's doing great. He's a god in this country. Up until about like three days ago, when through, I guess, just an, a law that all of us as citizens in America can really be a part of where there's public information. You know, you get a DUI, people can find out. They can look it up. Similar to that, since Fauci is a public official, I believe that we get access to his servers. Like, how does this even work? The... Uh, Washington Post and another newspaper, media organization, whatever, submitted a Freedom of Information Act request to get his emails released. So, and that's legal, right? Like, this is just standard shit? Yep, totally legal. So, yeah, what, what I guess, came from these emails? I know it's been a meme online. 
is it as bad as the Hillary situation? I mean, like, is this an RIP to his career? Like, what what were they able to find out from all this stuff? I think one of the biggest hits is going to be he was told on February 1st, 2020 that... That's early. That very early. That's like, I don't what, a day after we got our, like, first confirmed case. He was received an email... It mentioned that there was the possibility that the coronavirus looked like it had been had features that were engineered, aka they were done in a lab. But he shot that down real quick. That's not helping him out too much right now. Yeah. So early on, it, it was confirmed that just what people were fearing, which is again just asking simple questions. I mean, this isn't ridiculous. It's not like someone's like an alien. That looked like spaghetti came down and he's like, it's like, it's, it's simple. It's like, yeah, there's a lab there and they study like bat virology stuff. And it's, that's where the epidemic, even China will admit, you know, they, which what they're willing to admit at this point is just what they have confirmed. They can't lie about people would see it. There's receipts. So it is what it is. Again, we're going to continue to monitor this and we'll let the nerds go through all those emails. Okay. I'm not doing it. I have a day job. Fuck that. But we got to keep everybody out there abreast to what's going on. Any closing remarks, man? Real journalists do. Yeah, we're gonna let the real journalists do the work for us, so we can just kind of comment on it. Yeah, I read the headlines, and then about sixty to eighty percent of the first article I click on, and then we're giving you a fucking hot take. Want to go ahead and thank. I mean, I don't even know why, because he's literally half the show. He puts in half the work. But we recorded a little bit on Friday. You're going to be hearing this on Sunday. Again, the Lord's Day. Logan Paul versus Floyd Money Mayweather. That is tonight. Pay-per-view. I will probably illegally stream it. I recommend that. Go on Reddit. Go on this thing, little-known company called Google, right? You go on Google. You type in Google. And you get an illegal stream of the thing, right? I'm not telling you to do it, but it's just an option. It's out there. Um, it's going to be exciting. Eight rounds, three minutes long. Uh, no winner. It's not official, right? There's not going to be an official loser. There are no judges. So Mayweather cannot take an L, which he might. Logan Paul is big. Uh, and he's motivated. Imagine if he does like knock him down. You're an instant. I mean, you're... A savage. You already get bitches. It will just be exponential. Either way, I'm here for it, right? As just a milk toast, regular white dude. Like, I'm going to watch this. This is entertaining. Especially with COVID. Dead. Us as Americans, go ahead. Give yourself a pat on the back because we killed that motherfucking virus. We're going to find out where it came from. However, we got great events like this going on. We'll see what happens. Again, no official winner, but it is still worth watching. Jake Paul, his little brother. Yes, again, there are multiple of them. They both were popular on YouTube. The younger one just signed a deal with former UFC champion Tyrone Woodley. They're also going to do a similar type hand-to-hand, fisticuffs type battle. I'm for that as well. Give me all this shit, right? McGregor started it with Mayweather in 2017. I was there for it. If you're listening, you probably saw it. You hit our demo. Although, quick note, a little skewed. 
Last week, we put up a photo of lucky lefty Phil Mickelson. He did a Sports Illustrated cover with kind of his MILF wife. She's at least out of his league. And let me tell you, the analytics, all the boomers came out of the woodwork on Instagram. A lot of fucked up ratios, a lot of sexual angst, but we got the likes. And follow us on Instagram. Last thing, Julio Jones. Again, his name is not Julio, but the perennial all-pro, Pro Bowl, all-pro wide receiver. He got traded. He's been with the Falcons his entire career since he was drafted, and I believe 2011, right? So a long time. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, despite the fact that this man only has 60 career touchdowns. I mean, that is bad, okay? Like, Julio, let's get it together. And maybe he'll have a bounce-back season. The Tennessee Titans, an AFC team, so they're pulling him out of the NFC into a new conference. They're a team on the rise. They're kind of pushing their chips in here. Give up a second-round pick to bring Julio in. Put him across from young wide receiver A.J. Brown. Kind of have both of a similar type physical skill set. Big possession receivers. Think Des Bryant just without the CTE and or baby mama drama. Yeah, pretty entertaining week. Thank you for sticking with us. I love you. We're going to hit 20 episodes. We're trending towards 50 unique listeners. And I'm here for it. I got too much time on my hands. I'll see y'all next week. We'll be talking. Peace.